everybody, Beth Wee in the house, ready for a homeschool workshop. What does that mean? You might wanna have a paper and pen ready because I'm gonna ask you to write down a few things with this podcast. Today, we're gonna to talk about the value you've placed on yourself. I know that, well, I believe you're a rare gem of great price, but sadly, that doesn't matter if you don't agree. So in the end, the value you place on self will determine the quality of your life. Today, we hope to assess and quantify what is real about your value. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about self-esteem and humility because I want you to discover a way to love yourself for real. So what happens when we don't have self-esteem or we, you know, it's low self-esteem or phony self-esteem? Phony self-esteem is the other side. The big shot is I'm like, I'm entitled to everything. And low self-esteem is I'm not worth anything. So how does this happen? And I believe we're talking about a, a place where fear came in and we decided to separate to keep ourselves safe. It, it's not about being loved or connecting, which is what we were created to do. What some of us think is selfless is actually selfish. It's kind of funny how this can happen, but we look at ourselves through distorted glasses just like looking through yourself through a, a, a kaleidoscope. You're not gonna see the whole picture. You're gonna see fragmented pieces of yourself. It might look beautiful, but I'll tell you what, it's hard to live that way. So how's your life? Look again, take the kaleidoscope away, take the blinders off your eyes, because false beliefs are kind of like bad glass or, or blinders, that they distort our view of the world. So when we have a limited life, it's usually the result of limited thinking. And how do you think about yourself? You, you wanted to think about self-esteem issues. Maybe that's why you clicked on this podcast. But what I'm here to tell you is that your primary issue is probably a lack of humility. Now don't go running off angry. Humility those of you near the bottom on the self-esteem meter are saying, oh no, she's got that wrong. I don't have any, you know, I'm, I'm not lacking in humility. I know I'm not worthy. And those of you near the top are saying, humility, I don't want to be humiliated. I don't want to walk around, you know, getting, getting stepped on. So let's talk about humility for a minute because so many times, we we don't understand the word. Some people think the word means meekness or timidity, and that's not so. Humility means lacking pretense, being so comfortable with who I am, and and so sure of who I who I could be that I accept myself right today because I know where I've been, I know where I'm at, and I know where I could go. Humility is like an accurate assessment of myself. And it can be tough for the grandiose among us, those that were bit early in life with the entitlement bug. And it can be tough for the lowly among us, those who have determined their value is beneath the value of other people. So for these two kinds of people, the attainment of humility is tough, but it's still possible. You just have to want to know yourself at a really deep level. 
There's a cyclical belief system that happens. It starts with what you believe about yourself. And then it cycles into the behavior that is spurred by that belief. And then it cycles into faulty or negative self-worth. And then it goes back to a belief about yourself and it feeds itself and it just cycles around. So my question is, who are you really? Have you ever really looked or have you forgotten who you are and become what you believe you are? When you were a kid, did you believe in Santa Claus? Did that make Santa real? So beliefs come from personal experience and what we've been taught. But hand-me-down beliefs don't always fit, just like the hand-me-down clothes you had as a kid. Maybe your older sibling was too big or too small for you to fit into their hand-me-down clothes. This goes for beliefs, too. Sometimes beliefs are just too small. So what did you hear as a child? Did you hear, you're the best child in the world. You're the prettiest little girl. You're the most handsome boy. Or did you hear, you'll never amount to anything. You think you're all that in a can of beans or something. I can't quite remember that saying, but... People talked to us when we were children and we heard it. And if we believed them, if we thought they were an authority figure in our life, we may have come to believe that what they said is true. And we went into the world and we found out, oh my gosh, I'm not the prettiest girl in the world. Or, oh my gosh, I won't amount to anything. And so here I am in this university and I, I'm not going to make it. Why did I even apply? So check your beliefs about yourself. Challenge them to see if they hold up to the truth. The truth is available. The higher power is hooked to truth. Ask the higher power to help you know the truth about yourself. This is how humility starts to sprout inside. So that's going to take us to the part of the workshop on self-esteem. I'd like you to write down some answers to some of these questions. And they're not really questions. They're just things I want to know about you. You might have to pause the podcast while you do the work, and that's fine. Hopefully you're not driving in a car. (laughs) If you're driving in a car listening to this podcast, turn it off and listen to it when you can be sitting at home at the counter or at your desk or something where you can just focus for a minute. But on your worksheets, I want to talk about the treasure that's inside you. I can see it and I want you to let it out. So on your worksheet, I want to start with, I want you to list five strengths that you have. Now, some of you might be saying, I don't have any strengths. This. Yes, you do. Persistence, courage, friendliness, creativity. These are kind of things that can be strengths in a person. What are you good at? What are you strong at? Are you a good friend? Can you keep a secret? Do you have a, are you disciplined? Do you, are you disciplined with a workout routine or do you eat well? Do you, are you a good dancer? Whatever it is, five strengths that you have. Next. I want you to list five achievements that you've accomplished. Now, again, some of you are going to be hesitant. Recovering from an illness is an achievement. It's an accomplishment. Did you graduate from high school? Write it down. Did you learn how to use a computer? 
when you didn't think you ever would or a, or a go from a from a uh, regular computer to a to a de to an Apple computer that's an accomplishment whatever accomplishment you can come up with did you grow a tomato once that's an accomplishment what have you done what achievements do you have list five of them that when you look at them you know you did it and, and you can feel good about it now for the third thing I want you to list five admirable traits what is an admirable traits oh, okay are you a single mom and you're making it through and your kids know they're loved that's an admirable trait do you get along with your family of origin do you keep in contact with some of them that's an admirable trait do you spend time with the higher power are you a spiritual person do you seek the higher power in your own private time that's an admirable trait are you willing to admit when you're wrong wow that's an admirable trait you don't often see five admirable traits think about them and write them down the fourth thing I want you to talk about is five ways to treat yourself without using food drugs alcohol any outside substance that's going to change it and I want it to not cost anything so yeah you could say I can go get a pedicure that's a treat yeah that's a $45 treat we're not going to go there let's go with five ways to treat yourself that don't cost anything and don't use outside substances do you like to go to the beach that could be one do you ever allow yourself to take a nap that could be one did you spend a little time chatting with on the phone with a friend or maybe calling a friend when you don't feel right and just letting the conversation be about you these are ways to treat yourself without spending any money this is a hard one I want you to really think about it it will make you know what you enjoy do you prefer a bubble bath but you never take one do you prefer a long shower rather than the quick get it together and get out of the house shower what is it that you could treat yourself with that doesn't cost any money okay next five more things I want you to list five ways you can help another person because why do I want you to do that because helping others increases self-esteem do you value other people who care for those in need make yourself one of them it will work for you too. five ways that you can help another person did you put your phone number down on a meeting list call one of those people somebody ever called you call somebody else and just see how they're doing talk about them don't ask about don't tell them about you five ways you can help another person did you bring your your shopping cart back to the front of the store that's actually helping another person five ways to help another person go through your closet look at all the clothes you don't use bring them to a homeless shelter five ways you can help another person just take some time and think about that what can you do and the last one I want you to list five things that make you feel good you can it can be whatever you're thinking about I love to laugh I love it when somebody gets me laughing 
And I love telling jokes. I love making other people laugh. Those might make my list. What about you? Babies and birds. I have friends that say when there's a baby or a bird around, just stop talking to her. She can't focus. I love babies. I have to talk googie to them. I have to do the baby language. <laughs> and the birds, I just love, I make sure they have their water and their bird bath. And I make sure there's some peanuts out every now and again for a treat. I do. These are things that make me feel good that probably not everybody knows about. Okay, now we're getting into the heart of this workshop. I'm going to talk to you now about ways to improve your self-esteem. You can take notes if you'd like because some of them, if you try to incorporate a practice of one of these ideas, it will change the way you feel about yourself. I want to talk to you about first paying attention to your inner voice. What does he or she need? What will calm him or her down? Does music help? Does rest help? Do talking with friends help? Pay attention to your inner voice. Your gut, I say God utters truth in that point. That's what the acronym for gut is. When your gut is telling you something's not okay, pay attention to it. When your gut is telling you to be filled with joy, pay attention to that too. Okay, number two, eat well. Limit your intake on junk. You know what junk is for you. I don't have to tell you what junk is. You know in your life what junk is. Everybody knows what junk is. It's the guilty pleasure they try to have. Pay attention to it and eat well. Limit your intake of that junk. Three, Take time for your hygiene. Invest in yourself by giving yourself time for self-care. Shaving, nail care, teeth, you know the drill. Plucking eyebrows, uh, whatever it is. Take care for your personal hygiene. Four, schedule things you enjoy. Write it on the calendar. And when somebody asks you to do something, say, oh, I have an appointment that day. Um, I love to send cards to my family for birthdays or anniversaries, but I get too busy to do that. Write it on your calendar so a week ahead you see that their anniversary is coming up and you can drop a card in the mail. Stop at one of the, the little stores um, and buy a bunch of cards and have them on hand so that you can do it easily. But schedule things that you enjoy, whatever it is. It could be going for a walk. It could be making dinner. It could be baking cookies. I don't care what it is. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's refinishing old furniture. Whatever it is, playing in the garden, whatever it is, schedule it. Make time for the things you enjoy. Number five, do the thing you keep putting off. Turn a to-do into a ta-da. You know, is your closet full of clothes from when you were three sizes smaller? Are you going to be three sizes smaller? Really, are you going to be? And if you're going to be, put them somewhere where you know they are and save them. But get them out of your closet. Make your closet a place where you are welcomed and comfortable, not a place where you feel guilty and ashamed. It is not good for you. Do something you're putting off. I love that line, turn a to-do into a ta-da. Dress well. Dress the way you like. 
what does that mean? I don't know. Do you like to wear t-shirts and shorts? Then wear that. Be comfortable in your clothes. Yeah, you have to dress for work. Maybe you have to wear a uniform for work, or maybe you have to wear a suit and tie or a dress. But when you can choose what to wear, dress well. Clean, comfortable clothing that shows that you care about yourself. Self-esteem is in the little things. If you're wearing things that are dirty, it shows that you're not esteeming yourself. Seven is reward yourself with some culture. Go to the movies, listen to music, books, dance, art. We all love something. I love the creative element of other people. Go share that. Number eight, surround yourself with positive people. Why? Because they'll make you feel more positive. If you're always around the grumps, you're, you're paying a price for that. Where you work, do they gossip? Walk away from those conversations. Don't be a part of it. And if they ask you why you're leaving, say, I don't want to talk about them when they're not here. I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Whatever it is, but surround yourself with people that make you feel good. Number nine, always be learning something new. It could be a word definition. It could be a, a phone app. It could be a cooking style, a driving technique, a new way to get to a, a place you have to go a lot, whatever. Keep learning. Learning is great for the brain and it makes us feel good about ourselves. The last thing, clear the cl clutter in your nest. Um, you know, put some things around that delight you. If you're feeling small, move them around and just remember the joy. I have these little bud vases that look like little people and I clip little clippings from flowers in my yard and I put them in there. I don't can't tell you why I do it. It just makes me feel better. I remember that I am intentionally seeking joy in my day. So this was your homeschool workshop. Did you do the work? I appreciate that you came to the workshop today because I believe in you. I hope you'll try some of the tools I've given you here and let your self-esteem blossom. Remember, humility always comes before self-esteem. How can you esteem somebody you don't really know? So look for humility first and then do that work. God is absolutely crazy about you. And I want you to feel that same way about yourself. Thanks for listening. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.